VGK came from behind late last night to tie the Dallas Stars at two apiece on a William Carlson goal. And then Ooh. they wanted an yeah, they wanted in a shootout over Dallas to stay undefeated at 4-0. We'll talk all about it as far as the star of the night. My number one star, William Carlson, right here on today's edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Your team every day. And you could find us wherever you get your podcast. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Knights. We are brought to you today by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the promo code Locked on NHL for $20 off of your first purchase. William Carlson's goal on a deflection of a Caden Korzak shot, um, uh, shot on goal, a pass shot, if you will, shot pass, shot pass, shot pass. Shot pass. It uh, tied the Stars up at two apiece with uh, under three minutes remaining in the game, and the Golden Knights came back and they defeated Dallas uh, in the shooter in the shootout round for a three to two victory. They improved now to four zero on the season, Chris. Um, Craig Smith and Joe Pavelski for the Stars, Korzak and Carlson in regulation for the VGK. What were your impressions of this game last night? It appeared to have a playoff vibe. Yeah, we were talking about that up in the press box, you know, kind of early on talking with Carp next to me. We kind of lightly mentioned playoff vibe in the first period, tight checking, not a lot of chances. First period wasn't that physical even. There wasn't there wasn't definitely the feeling of a boil over to what happened in the second and the third period. But then after, definitely after the second period, it's like, okay, we're watching a playoff game on October 17th of the regular season. That definitely uh, definitely made for a really fun night. Um, I enjoyed the game within the game first. So you have Cassidy, right? Limits the chances to the neutral zone. Not a lot of odd man rushes for the opposition. You have DeBoer on the other side, or we've called him DeBoering many times, not just us, but many people across the NHL. He keeps a very conservative style of play that is opportunistic, designed to take advantage when the opposition makes a mistake. Well, the Gold Knights didn't make a lot of mistakes as far as giving transitions, so that really limited Dallas's chances to really just kind of greasy type of goals, right? Both of Dallas's goals, you got a... Just a scrub in front of the net. Uh, Craig Smith finds a way in. And then uh, Jason Robertson right off the draw. Quick shot. Aiden Hill doesn't see it. Just, you know, taps the taps the ice. Says, good shot, bro. And uh, you move forward. But just a lot of fun last night. Good to see the Golden Knights pass their first test without Alex Petrangelo and Alec Martinez last night. So credit the defense. Uh, they had to play 10 minutes short because Hutton and... Um, and Haig uh, definitely were, uh, were having some fun fighting last night. And I, I do want to credit Jamie Benn. I've been all over him leading up to the game. But Jamie Benn made a very professional play, if you will, 
it seemed like Ben almost asked Haig for the fights. Like I get the I get you know they're answering the bell for what happened with Mark Stone. Haig and Ben were kind of jawing a little bit at the end of the first period, but when you take Haig off the ice, that's one of the most experienced defensemen in the lineup now without Martinez and uh, Petrangelo. So it was actually a smart play, and Dallas's first goal comes as a result of a uh, you know Korzak not being able to clear the slot, clear the slot. I was saying, okay, so a couple of fights last night, and you alluded to uh, Haig versus Jamie Benn. Let's get things straight here. Nick Haig is not an elite fighter. He lost that fight. It, it was not an even fight, as state-run media said. No, oh, it, was this, ten, this, it was 10-9 Ben. 10-9 Ben. That's, that's, that's okay, I'm glad you agree with me because, oh, my goodness, he, he handled him. He hit him a couple of, like, it was really good, good rights. It was a good fight, but Ben won the fight. Ben won the fight. Yeah. And then uh, the other Ben, uh, Hutton, got into a, a scrap <laughs> as well. Uh, that was uh, on a late hit on Brett Howden. Yeah, so I asked Cassidy about that in the post game, and I said, is there concern watching two of your more experienced defensemen going to the box for five minutes apiece when you have your two most experienced defensemen out of the lineup? And um, right away, um, Cassie didn't seem overly concerned. He cited um, he wanted to talk to Hagen, find out you know what led to it, if it was just carryover from last year, or if there was something happening throughout the game. And then Ben Hutton's situation, or Huddy, as uh, as Coach uh, Cassidy called him in the post game, Huddy was simply a response to what seemed to be a dangerous hit on Howden, and that's just the team standing up for each other. Um, Cassidy's okay with it. He knows the forwards got to buckle down and play a little bit tougher as far as a defensive game goes for that five minutes while they're down someone in, in the back end of the rotation. And I get it. Um, Cassidy said the right thing. I don't know if I completely buy him being okay with it in the circumstance, but at the end of the day, um, a coach says he's okay with it. And uh, the Golden Knights come out with a gritty victory in a spot where it seemed like it wasn't going to happen. You know, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, we saw a note from VGK Communications last night that the Golden Knights didn't have their fourth fighting major until their 23rd game last season, and that was November the 26th. More physicality this season in the early going for the Vegas Golden Knights than we've seen in the past. A lot more. Did they have? Some, it was 40 to 17 VGK on hits last night. That's what I saw. The final numbers. 40 you know, the hits to 17. The hits always get skewed to the home team. Was like this wait, wait, wait? Were these the judges, same judges that had Haig winning the fight? Possibly it was. Possibly it was. Um, you know, the interesting takeaway from me from me in the game, and no one asked about it in the post game. We all kind of got lost in the moment, I guess. But Barbashev, he only had 12 minutes 47 seconds of ice time last night. Look at uh, like, also also look at look at Amadio. Uh, Sorry to cut you out there. No, you're fine. Amadio's, Amadio's minutes after Carlson gave him the absolute stink eye. I'm using one of your terms, too. I'll take it. Uh, he gave him the stink eye there when they were over at the bench. And then I didn't see very much of him after that. So I was Amadio only nine now. nine minutes, five seconds as okay. well. I mean, yeah. Is, did yeah, he really get the get benched because he missed the missed a shot? I mean, I don't. I, 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 know I thought Carlson, Amadio was having a really strong game overall. Carlson kind of got on him. Uh, like on the bench, he was, I don't know, lecturing him about something. I mean, so. the, 
all all joking aside, we you know we both are critical of Carlson at, at different moments. If that I didn't see that happen, obviously from upstairs, but if they the cameras caught that, and if Carlson is you know getting on Amadio to hold him accountable for something, good. That's what a veteran does. That's what the leadership does. But um, back to Barbashev, like the lines went in a blender late in the game, and Barbashev had a shift where he was very frustrated, starting looked like he was going to take a penalty. And we were wondering what kind of happened with him. Well, 12 minutes, 47 seconds of ice time. I don't think he got hurt in the game. So Cassidy, uh, it's interesting to see Cassidy shortening the bench. And Ivan Barbashev is the one that, you know, winds up uh, being the the loser in all of that as far as losing minutes. Um, Cassidy was fun in the postgame presser. We did talk about the lines being shaken up and stuff. And he put William Carlson on the wing, which glad he, he was did. on the wing, wasn't he? He That's was on the wing. And with who? who? Which line? He was, he was up, I, I thought he was up top on that one. I thought I could he be moved wrong. him up on the top line. Same I thought thing. he moved him up. And, you know, Cassidy's like, I don't know how much wing he's played. but uh, And then kind of laughing, of course. And But, you know, he's a smart player. He knows the game well, competes hard. So he'll he'll kind of figure it out. But then he said, he's like, I got to sit down and talk to him about that. And, you know, just maybe learn a little bit more about his capabilities. Um, Chris Chapman asked a great question in the postgame. Um, he Reference that Korazak was out there. We'll talk more about him in the second segment, of course. But he referenced that Korazak was out there in the overtime shift. And the way Chapman framed the question was, what does it say about your team when you're comfortable putting your ninth-ranked defenseman out there, you know, in the fourth game of the season? And Cassidy says, I must be crazy. But I couldn't <laughs> tell if it was, if it was more got... of a joke. No, it's it a was... joke. No, it's a joke, and and but he definitely you have to watch has, the way he said it. He he, he has kept, a swagger about him. He has he a does. swagger. He does. Like he right does. now, he's feeling his oats, man. He came in with a new tan yesterday. Cass, listen, Cassidy won that game. Cassidy's late adjustments won that game. So I mean, Aiden Hill, great game. Jack Eichel still shooting at everything that moves. Eight more shot attempts. He leads the NHL in shots early on. With 25 shots. 25. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the Golden Knights, they couldn't find their scoring. They couldn't find it. They weren't going to beat Ottinger clean. I said that in the third period. They're going to have to get, you know, a screen or a greasy goal, just something, something that's going to have to happen. And, you know, credit. Um, Carlson almost got another tip in the very next shift that he took too, to to uh, ice this one in regulation. Like, Carlson knows where to go. I mean, we again, we do talk about him on the show, but Carlson does get a lot of credit for his effort last night. I thought line three was good. I, I don't understand Mike Amadio only getting nine minutes. They had they generated some looks out there. Howden played a really re- responsible game, and, I mean, we can probably do a whole 30 minutes about this game if we wanted to. Uh, we're not going to, but no, uh, no, Jonathan Marchessault had the shootout winner. Uh, two crossbars in the shootout for the stars uh <laughs> rupe hints uh, the last one uh which sealed the game and robertson as well shade theater also with a shootout goal matt duchene for dallas so i think it's going to be a pretty good addition and one other note on this uh game last night oh no a couple of other ones oh yeah they did the misha donskoff tribute yes video. that was nice that was so, very nice nice touch and thank you for listening to our show because they forgot uh, no, they just said, you know, good luck on the way out. The door. Don't let the door. Okay. Uh, and then uh, VGK couldn't capitalize on the five on three last night uh, when they had the opportunity. Yes. So. That, that, that could have been the turning point. Um, 
you know, it's kind of odd that the Misha Donskoff welcome back video happened earlier in the day than his good riddance, good luck in your future endeavors tweet that the team sent out late at 9.44 on a Sunday night. So, but, you know, listen, it's nice to see him. You know, I don't know if they made amends necessarily, but it, it was a nice touch. And, you know, going to the shootout here really fast, uh, Stephen Marsh was to my left, and uh, he was filming the shootouts. And right as March or so was going in, I said, low blocker side. And sure enough, that's exactly where March so scored. Uh, Aiden Hill had another funny one in overtime. He thinks that was the first time he ever won a shootout without making a single save. So it was, you know, it was a good shift in the locker room last night. And I'm sure the team is absolutely buzzing as they uh, get on the road to Winnipeg. Coming up next, Bruce Cassidy said that it was a good experience last night for Caden Korzak. Good experience to face the Dallas Stars in a playoff-like atmosphere. We'll talk about that when we return right here. In October. In October. We'll talk about that next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you are looking for. And the eBay guaranteed fit is making sure that your part is guaranteed to fit your ride each and every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need and the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive with ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. We are also brought to you today by GameTime, the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. GameTime has deals on tickets right up until the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, and it's really good, especially for all the VGK fans out there. With uh, zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of about 18% savings. And the game time guarantee means that you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the game time app today, create an account, use the code Lockdown NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem with the code. Locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We are back on Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen. Don't forget on Fridays, WTF, what the Friday. So yesterday, one of my good music friends bounces into town, right? And invites me to go to a private party last night over at the Cosmopolitan. Thanks, Vic. And uh, so Brett Young, a country artist who's really good, good dude, too, had a chance to hang out. So that's what I was doing during most of the game, back and forth, and watching hockey and watching fracases. And then 
watching music. And Alan Stone also opened last night, who is a really good artist as well. So, so someone get me in the Green Day show tonight. Green Day is doing a secret show. Is that tonight or was it last night? It's today or tomorrow they're doing it, supposedly, looking at that post you put up. and Yeah, I thought it was last happened. night. It could be you Friday. Sure I don't know. But Green Day is in Vegas. Yeah. Something's happening right now. Someone get me tickets. I'll I'll give you a I'll give you a VIP access to insider information about Tony's flip phone. Okay, they were ripping my flip phone last night for the way that this camera works. I, I wasn't. I didn't think that that was fair. I was a little bit below the belt, but we'll save those comments until WTF. Nothing below the belt on this podcast. Nothing. <laughs> so, Caden uh, Korzak uh, finally scored his first goal. In the 13 NHL games, I think that he's appeared in. Finally, so, in 13 games? Finally? Yeah. Well, because most players come up and score in their very first game. That's true. Vegas has had a lot of luck with that. Okay. So uh, he also uh, had an assist um, as he took that shot-pass shot uh, that William Carlson tipped in with his eyes closed in the third period. Um, and Carlson had the deflection you know, into the net. Cassidy said playing in a game like the one last night against the Stars um, will definitely uh, help out in the future for Korzak because he played against what he believed was a really solid team, and they were, uh, and they will be, and a cup contender. And he said that it would make Korzak better in May if they need to rely on him. Uh, talk about the path of Korzak because we thought last season he would be the next man up. Um, had injuries, correct, last year? He had, did have some injuries down the stretch, I believe, but you could see his game growing. He definitely is ready to you know, do very well at the AHL level, and, of course, he's moving in the right direction to be – he's not going to be an everyday – well, he could be an everyday NHL player the way the VGK defense is banged up right now. But there's a lot of lineups in, I'd say, at least half the lineups in the National Hockey League where – Korzak would most likely draw in on an everyday basis. Obviously, he'd have to you know earn his way to stay in the lineup, but he certainly would have the opportunity to play every day for you know between thirteen and eighteen NHL other teams that aren't as deep as the Golden Knights. Um, luckily and unfortunate in the same breath, uh, Korzak's been able to draw into the lineup since the second or third since the third game of the season, I believe with uh, Petrangelo's injury, which has been really quiet. We're speculating concussion, not cleared to come back, but that's pure spec, spe uh, pure speculation, nothing more than that. Um, but he was noticeable last night, right? It wasn't just about scoring the goal or having the assist down the stretch. He was engaged. He was part of the game. He was part of the outcome of the game. And there was obviously a lot of questions in the post-game presser about his experience and how he felt. And, he definitely felt that um, he enjoys a scrappy type of game like this. He has that edge to his game, he said. And um, it's an environment that he's very comfortable being a part of. Um, I took the easy route in my question with him in the postgame presser. I asked him uh, who his first phone call would be. And uh, he, he, of course, cited his parents. They've been with him since the beginning and uh, stood with him in the highs and the lows. So, of course, he wanted to share that moment with them. He felt that... Uh, his parents did see the game live. There's only a two-hour time difference uh, where they're from. So, you know, that's uh, it's good to see. And it was good that the Golden Knights got the victory um, so Korzak could enjoy that moment with his teammates versus being kind of like a down locker room after a loss. 
Why was Korzak on the ice in the third period? He was on the ice in overtime too, right? As you mentioned, and Cassidy said that he thought about putting another forward uh, into the game. So I just wanted to know about that. And this is definitely, you know, a situation for Caden uh, Korzak where he needs those repetitions, as Cassidy also mentioned last night. So here's something interesting to look at here. Braden McNabb, 22 minutes of ice time. Korzak, 19 minutes of ice time. Uh, Nick Haig, 21 minutes, plus he had the five-minute plus a, Plus a big L, an L for the elite I fighter. Say it, it was an L. It was He's an elite L. fighter, man. He shouldn't be losing any fights. Uh, Braden Bahal, 14 minutes, 53 seconds of ice time. So, you know, you hear this so often, coaches trust. I feel like we didn't hear coaches trust a lot last season, but we heard it in, I mean, every time every time we mentioned Comtois, coaches trust. You know, other players have the coaches trust, you know. So Korzak earned a lot of the coaches' trust, but um, Bruce Cassidy did keep him grounded a little bit last night and said he just needs his reps. He needs his reps. He needs more game experience. Mm -hmm. Like you said, 13 games of NHL experience. He's, you know, he's coming along the right way, but it's only 13 games, and this is a hard league to crack. But once you do get in there, once you do show you can be trusted. It's not, you know, circle of trust, right? There you go, circle of trust. Korzak, um, he's knocking on the door of that circle of trust where he could become a regular in this lineup. I mean, the way the injuries are going, who knows? Um, looks like Alec Martinez will play at some point on the road trip. That'll be a welcome return. And hopefully, uh, you know, we get a glimpse of Petrangelo uh, practicing up in Canada or Chicago, and maybe he'll make the return in this road trip as well. Who knows? Uh, the one downside for Korzak, again, he did play a lot of minutes last night, and he is a younger player, um, out of position on the Craig Smith goal. Uh huh. So this he is... was a uh, uh, first time this season. Was he a passenger? A little bit, yeah. So I felt that in general, especially in the first period of the game, I felt Pahal when Pahal and Korzak were out there, Dallas was buzzing. And that's not a knock on those guys. They're, they just have limited experience. And right. there's a lot of really good players on the Dallas Stars in case uh, you guys didn't get a chance to look at that roster. Um, and that's where that's why I credit Jamie Ben for uh, taking Haig out of the game for five minutes, which led to Craig Smith scoring a goal from the doorstep. Maybe if Haig's out there, that doesn't happen. We don't know. We can only speculate. Um, but yeah, Korzak, you know, there were times he was a little bit out of position, but 13 games, that's, that's going to happen. Golden Knights are down what 1200 games, 13. No, no, the Golden Knights are down over 2000 games as far as experience, right? I mean, Martinez and Petrangelo got to be right around the 2000 games net club, maybe not regular season, but just net games overall, when you factor playoffs and everything. And now you have Pahal and Korzak out there who have, less than 30 games, less than 40 games of experience between the two. So there's going to be a curve. That's that's part of what happens. But, you know, the good thing is it's four games into the new season. The Golden Knights have had a ton of injuries, a suspension, now a good, a good game of adversity, and they sit 4-0. Looks like the stars are aligning. Well, we're going to talk about that next, but I wanted to ask you oh, I about... Got the I almost got we the, almost the got perfect it. transition. No, 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 because I just almost. had one... I know the segue. Good idea. Great idea. Great thoughts. Uh, Brett Howden. School paid off. The Brett Howden line last night was line three last night, right? And yeah. and then Cotter moved up to the second line. So, what was their play like? Both Howden and Cotter. Um, Cotter 
Cotter a little less noticeable last night. I think I'll start by saying that. Cotter went down to the fourth line. Is that a demotion? I don't know if it was a demotion as much as it was just Cassidy putting everything in a blender, and it worked. I mean, we saw our first line blender of the year, and it led to a victory. Uh, you said Howden. How was Howden's game last night too? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. Howden was fine. Um, he had some good synergy. Line three did a really good job shutting down the opposition, and um, I kept saying all night we were going to hear from this third line, uh, Carlson, Amadio, and, of course, Howden. And we kind of did. I mean, how Carlson got moved up, but they did have their chances. Um, Amadio missed the cookie, missed the layup, unfortunately. But listen, that happens. I mean, it's easy for me and you and 18,000 hockey fans, T-Mobile Arena, to, uh, you know, shake our head when someone misses an open net. But uh, lace him up and, uh, you know, try and score a goal against an NHL goalie, even with the net half open. It's not as easy as it looks, guys. Coming up next, early season magic for the VGK. You said the stars are aligning, but not the Dallas stars because they hit the crossbar twice in the shootout, period. Everything falling in place for the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll talk about it next right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. The NHL season's finally here. Will the Vegas Golden Knights reign supreme again? They're right on track. We love the NHL. We know that you do as well, and that's why we want to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is the go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you have the chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. And the NHL has never been more exciting than it is right now with uh, the superstars, Jackie Aces, who now has shot 25 times. Um, So he's got a good chance of scoring. Leads the NHL in shooting. Leads the NHL. I was a big critic. You need to shoot more. And so was Cassidy. And now 25 shots on goal through the first uh, four games of the season. You've got players like McDavid. You've got Crosby. You've got McCarr. So many good superstars in the National Hockey League. Simply select more or less based on their stats, such as goals, assists, points, saves, and more. Yes, you heard us right here, VGK fans. Sleeper offers 100 times payouts. So start paying attention, make the right picks, and you could win big. Entries really take a, a very little time, under 30 seconds. And it is now live, is Sleeper, in 28-plus states. Use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKDOWNNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Back on this Wednesday edition of Lockdown Golden Knights. Ready? Man, already, exactly. It's like, you know, around the football coaches at UNLV this week, I was like, doesn't this season seem like it's flying by because you're winning? <laughs> when you win, right, it's it's pretty easy. Uh, season goes by very quickly, and everyone's having fun. And Bruce Cassidy gets more time on the tanning bed. I got, I got uh, a special guest coming in right now. Hold on. No, not Allie. I oh, got Allie. Man. Allie, guess what? Allie, move over so we can get you in the picture, Allie. Put your head around my shoulder. Put your head around my shoulder. There you go. Allie, Allie. so you know, did you, you just woke up, right? What was the score of the game last night? Did mommy tell you? Yeah. Golden Knights won three to two? Yeah. What was your prediction last night? Three to Allie, you're perfect on the season so far. Did you tell her she's got a lot of fans? You have a lot of fans. Yeah, you're you're popular on Twitter and YouTube. You are really popular. Yeah. I think uh, we're going to have to start getting Allie's predictions here. She's, She's the magic right now. Okay. She just woke up. All right. That poor thing. (laughs) Smile. Smile. 
Smile. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> Smile. Thanks, Allie. Oh, here comes Chris. Oh, no. Chris, you're two and two, buddy. Allie's perfect. What do you have to say yeah. for yourself? Chris, yeah. Just the eye roll. Just the eye roll. Okay, eye roll. So, Good job. So, All right. Thanks, guys. You wanted to talk about everything falling into place uh, for VGK <laughs> in the early part of this season. Yes, they are 4-0. They do have some sort of magical appeal. I mean, literally, when in the shootout, two shots hit the crossbar. Okay. I mean, the, everything, again, kind of reminiscent of last season, and especially the early part of last season for the Golden Knights. No doubt. Um, listen, it's game four, but we were talking about a playoff vibe and all that. So let's not get too ahead of ourselves. We have we have 78 games to go and a lot more injuries to come. And of course, you know, I'd be remiss if we didn't uh, we didn't acknowledge, you know, is Mark Stone going to, you know, stay healthy? Like there's so many things that can happen. The goaltending holding up and all that. But you know what? It's four games in and a game like last night does show you the potential of this team. They're still down three regulars in the lineup. What do you even mention Zach Whitecloud? Zach Whitecloud, who is a great stay-at-home defenseman that can rush the puck well. And they held the Dallas Stars to two goals. And, of course, it was nice to see them, uh, you know, keep bringing them off the post and the crossbar in the, in the shootout. But, hey, that's part of what good teams do. They put themselves in situations to get lucky, there has to be some luck involved. Hitting the hit, hitting the crossbar, the goalie got beat and got lucky that it was a, a millimeter high versus a millimeter too low, and it just kind of has that vibe that maybe something fun can happen again in the twenty three twenty four season. Um, I think Granger pointed out this is the the first Stanley Cup champion to start the season four and zero, and going back to one of the Red Wings teams or something like that. So I mean, you just you just don't know. There, there's a vibe. It's a little different. And early in last season, the Golden Knights were good. Didn't know how good they could be. Well, last season, or now this season, we know how good they were last season. And maybe they're starting a little better than last season right now. So we could be in store for another long playoff run. We'll have to see. Among the strengths in the early part through four games, small sample size, among the strengths, VGK goaltending. Last yeah. night, Aiden Hill, uh, one goal that you could – more or less, I would blame on Korzak again because he's only played 13 games. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then the other goal, he didn't see the Pavelski goal no, off of the draw. But oh, he Pavelski? Stopped, uh, I said Robo. It's Pavelski, my bad. It's okay, man. I'm not here to correct you. I just thought, uh, let's be semi-accurate today. You weren't paying uh, attention. Uh, and so I did hear you, but I thought that you said that he took the draw. So I just rolled with it. Hints took the draw. Stopping I know that tw <laughs> 24 of 26 shots, but goaltending again, due to the structure, the system of Bruce Cassidy is definitely the things are looking up and maybe they don't need that third goaltender. Like we've alluded to Hopefully all summer. Not. Well, listen, we, we went 31 minutes and nine seconds without even talking about how good of a game Aiden Hill had. You know, for the first sixty-five minutes, um, it's because no, it's become routine. One show we didn't even mention Aiden Hill. Listen, he's and the man right now. Aiden Hill, oh, come on! You, you told man. me you still believe Logan Thompson's going to get more starts. I, I'm going to stay on that just because Aiden Hill hasn't proved he can stay healthy. Um, okay. But I will shift in the perspective of where I felt Logan Thompson would emerge as the better of the two goalies. 
And that's a hill that I'm not going to, I'm not going to stay on much longer. Ooh, that's what an Aiden right Hill, there. That's an Aiden hill that I'm not going to die on, I guess. Um, and listen, this is a good thing, right? This it's okay. If Aiden Hill does, you know, cement himself as the number one, because Logan Thompson is not a bad goalie either. And Logan Thompson is going to carry this team through a lot of pockets. And, you know, there's going to be a goalie injuries. I mean, neither goalie has played more than had more than 37 or 38 regular season appearances. So, you know, one of these goalies is going to have to carry the mail when the other one is down. It's most likely how it's going to go a couple of times through the season. But, you know, again, this is back to the stars aligning right now. Everything just seems to be working out. And especially the schedule, especially the schedule. It's not a tough schedule, guys. We've I, I'm with Tony. I'm not saying it's rigged, but it is definitely not definitely nearly rigged. as tough they as the schedule. Should, they should have a first place schedule. They should have had the same schedule. They should have had the schedule that San Jose had. It's and not then, the Golden Knights' fault that half the Pacific is charm and soft. So, I mean, let's start there. That you can't blame the Golden Knights that on that. And otherwise, nor, there's not a nor, whole lot nor of. Is it, nor is it their fault that we saw the Gary Bettman drinking 16 beers out of the cup. The other he night. Gary Bettman cranked the siren. <laughs> Did they move it? Did they have to move it? You know, because he was behind the stage there pulling all the strings. Well, no. So they actually moved the 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 funny thing about the opener. They actually moved the siren into Foley's suites. I thought that was interesting. It was pretty funny, actually. That that that, uh, that siren is mobile. We actually got it when I ran poker rooms. Uh, um, I pushed for this for like two weeks, and I finally got 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 into cave, and they brought the siren to the watch party in Planet Hollywood, and so we got to crank it there between the periods, like we were at a game and all that. And then we even made a fundraising thing out of it, where like during commercial breaks, the people played ten or twenty bucks in the hat and got to go spin it and stuff, and it all obviously went to the the VGK foundation it was really, we raised almost a hundred thousand dollars that day between uh, um, the char- charity series of poker events and the siren crankings. Okay. Coming up, of course, on tomorrow's show, we'll preview the Winnipeg game and they've got again, uh, pretty Winnipeg could catch them off guard. I think perhaps it's going to be scrappy. It's going to be, it's going to be scrappy. The only thing yeah. Golden Knights have going for them is the Winnipeg Jets just played the Kings Pierre-Luc Dubois, you know, returning all that. So maybe there'll be a little bit of a letdown factor and the Golden Knights could catch him off guard, but who knows? Yeah, then they travel to Chris's team, Chicago, after that. Rigged. It's definitely rigged. And we'll talk about all that on tomorrow's show. Of course, we'd like to thank everyone, especially our everydayers, the folks that put up with especially me. 75% of the time, you said they, they really like me? No, no, 25% of the time. Oh, okay. And uh, don't forget, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Knights, and thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. Enjoy the day. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on Locked on Golden Knights.